Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we get started with the show this week, folks, sad news to report. The Scream Queen Daphne, unfortunately, she's gone up to that great big ring in the sky. Now, I know details are still coming in here, and at this time, I'm not really I'm not going to speculate. I would just say this. If you or someone that you know is going through a tough time, needs someone to talk to, please, I beg of you, talk to somebody or be that that ear. You know, listen, let somebody open up to you, let somebody talk to you. You never know what you can do. You just may be that person that helps keep them grounded enough to stay with us just a little while longer, you know? To all the fans and family members of the Scream Queen, Daphne, our heart goes out to you and to Daphne herself. We'll see you on the other side, sister. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host... I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. Let me tell you something. I am so excited. You know, the Black Wrestlings 500. A list of the uh, 500 black wrestlers was just released for 2021. Shout out to everybody who made the list. Shout out to everybody who didn't make the list, you know, but it's pretty cool. See a collection of uh, 500 black wrestlers out there. So for all of you, well, who's out there? Who, who, Who could be out there? Come on. Look at the list. Find out about some some wrestlers that you may not have heard of before and support, 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 please. For sure. Um, and kudos to Righteous Reg. I mean, he continues to do this thing and, and it's a noble undertaking. I mean, again, I, I couldn't even name you 500 active black wrestlers. So just the fact that somebody compiles a list like that, it's, it's impressive. I don't know if he does it on his own. Um, I know the first list I contributed to and, and most of those names that I had contributed the first generation are still on the current list. So that's pretty cool. And, you know, there's, there's been some criticism. There's been some criticism of that list because it's not clear if it's a ranking or not. Reg has kind of said it's not really a ranking, which what does that mean? It either is or isn't. What is what is the really? It's not really a ranking. And then, well, hey, you know, buy a shirt and let your homies know what number you are. And you see the wrestlers themselves. They, they're celebrating what their their number is. Oh, I'm ranked number 20. I'm ranked number 33. And they think that's out of 500 black wrestlers, they're the 33rd best or something like that. So there's confusion there. Let me say this. Celebrate Reg. Salute that man for putting this list together and highlighting these folks. There's no two ways about it because they deserve to be highlighted. And that can't be lost in, in the translation here. That's very important. In addition... Criticism is your best friend. 
we all need to be held accountable for all that we do, especially when we put it out in public. And, you know, from experience, when you're criticized, that's people letting you know that you've done something important enough for them to care about. Nobody's going to criticize something that they don't care about. Whether they like it or dislike it, if they're going to spend their time commenting on it, this is time we will never get back in life, folks. If somebody's commenting on something that you did, they're letting you know that they care, which means that it matters. So take what applies. Take what you can use in order to improve upon the list. And then the stuff that doesn't apply and the stuff that you can't use, just you know, throw it away. It is what it is. But for all of you out there who say, well, hey, you know, we shouldn't criticize and we shouldn't call it out. And maybe you should do that privately. That's a bunch of baloney. It's a bunch of baloney and respect. You know, some of you out there who, who I appreciate and have a lot of respect for have said that. And I understand where you're coming from and the desire to try to protect and shield. But criticism is your best friend. Gives you an opportunity to defend what you're doing. Number one, so you can reinforce your messaging and it gives you an opportunity to find out what you can improve upon for next time. So criticism is your best friend. And even the negative criticism, the negative criticism is your biggest fan. My everything that I do grows exponentially every time I get negative criticism, because ultimately those who are taking the time to say something negative about whatever it is that I'm putting out there, they're exposing what I'm putting out there to their networks and someone in their network is going to be converted because they're not agreeing with the criticism. They're going to say, oh, actually, no, I kind of like that. So negative criticism is OK, too. The main idea is, though, salute for even taking the personal time and effort to do this. There's certainly plenty a room for improvement, just like anything else that anybody else does. And let's just continue to make it better every year, man. I mean, that's, that's just, that's the word. It's the word right there. You know, some of you out there, Hey, you got a problem with red. You got a problem with me. It's like, some of y'all think you thugging and bugging out there. Like calm down. <laughs> hey, nobody, anybody taking it to the mattresses. You know what I mean? Anybody go, you know, anybody got beef. Give me a break. Let that man take his criticism and let that man be praised and let that man have it all. He put it out publicly. So we're going to talk about it. And the best part about all is that you can help this thing continue to grow and, and spread awareness, which ultimately translates into all of those wrestlers being exposed to wider audiences around the world. So, yes, Reg, you do need to be more clear on your criteria. How does a person get on the list? How does a person not get on the list? Can a person who's been on the list previously be omitted next time? And how does that work? Is it a ranking? Is it not a ranking? These are all things that should be clearly defined and spelled out on the website, in the public, uh, in the social media posts. They shouldn't be questions that are allowed to linger. That is something that can be improved upon. Don't disregard that. With that said, Righteous Reg, you're a talented brother. I salute you for putting that list together. 
I salute all the wrestlers who are on the list and I salute all the wrestlers who are not on the list. It's all love, man. You know, let's continue to feature one another and support one another and criticize one another privately and publicly. Because at the end of the day, we must hold each other accountable. And continue to make tomorrow better than whatever we did yesterday. That's my word. Okay. I have a fantastic conversation with the one and only only Mr. Raj Geary from the number one wrestling news website, Wrestling Inc. You know, Raj and I have an interesting relationship there. I, I've been following him for decades and he's a, he's a good dude. Wrestling Inc. I share their stuff often and you'll hear me go a little more in depth about that and why I do that. Um, but I think that there's plenty that we butt heads about respectfully. And what I like about Raj is that he can handle that. You know, there are a lot of people out there who act as if being criticized or scrutinized or questioned is negative and they just can't handle that. They shut down, they lash out. And it's like, you know, there's, there's a generation that, you know, I, I don't know if it's the skinny jeans, maybe it's cutting off the circulation in their brain where they're not thinking clearly or something. I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, I come from the generation where we had more room in our pants. So maybe, you know, the circulation was a little easier to, to, to receive and maintain. I'm joking, but I'm not. You folks got to take it easy with with taking offense to all the the scrutiny and being questioned and, and being asked to clarify. It's OK. And this conversation with Raj is right on time because you're going to hear it. it's OK. We don't have to agree we can still drive one another to continue to improve upon whatever it is that we're doing. We can clarify. And oftentimes we can stand firm on what we believe in and agree to disagree. And that's okay. Right? Get some pants with some room in it so you can you can think more clearly. All of you, don't criticize me. Don't call it out. Don't say that publicly. All of you need to calm down. Because I'll tell you right now, publicly, Raj Geary and Wrestling Inc., they get called out. They get called all the way out, including by me. And publicly, me, Duke, and this show, Duke Loves Wrestling, gets called out. Jesus, I got people threatening me and <laughs> challenging me and all this other foolishness. And I don't want anybody to jump to my aid and try to act like... Uh, that shouldn't happen. Forget that. No. Bring it all on because, you know, it just shows that you care. And again, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If you if you're spending time commenting on stuff, if you're spending time questioning Raj Geary's articles on Wrestling Inc. Or something they posted or something that they didn't post or what have you, it just shows you care. And that's why I do it. I care. I care about that content. I care about integrity. Shout out and salute to all those who have it. And who maintain it and who are not being influenced by outside forces, including wrestling promotions, who for some reason are in the business of media suppression. I care that there are websites out there who maintain their integrity, journalistic integrity. I care about those who cover news. And they're not just looking to just cover who they like. They'll cover whatever the facts are and pursue the facts. 
Not just regurgitate a bunch of fluff and spin garbage, right? So, again, going to have my conversation with Raj Geary. But before I do that, I do want to encourage everybody to check out Zencaster. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Zencaster. Okay? That is a program that I use and that I love when it comes to recording all of my podcasts. You know, what's great about Zencaster is that they have audio and video options, studio quality recordings. Okay, literally, you feel like, and, and when you hear it, it sounds like you're in a recording studio, a radio spot. You know, it's great. Z E N C A S T R.com. Zencaster, you know, they have uh, subscriptions, they even have a free version, so you can kind of check out some of the features there and see if it's something that you want to invest in further. But I'm telling you, I absolutely recommend it. It's fantastic. You know, it's really cool too when you record, especially in audio. It records you and your guest separately, separate tracks, right? So when I download the files, they're, they're two MP3s, and that's the other thing. I don't have to convert. So I can edit the tracks separately, or I can combine them myself and then go from there. But the main idea is I have all of the, the uh, control to do what I need to do in order to deliver the best-sounding show I can deliver. Check out Zencaster. You better believe it. And with that said, bring on Mr. Raj Giri. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been asking for this guy to come back. You know, it's always a good time when he's here. And despite us having our little debates online, it's it's nothing but love because this dude legitimately is one of my favorite people, part of the wrestling industry, and especially from a media standpoint. So without further ado, Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Raj Geary from Wrestling Inc. What's going on, bro? Hey, man. How have you been? I've been fantastic, Raj, uh, as you know, because I'm always picking on you every day. How have you been? I've been good. Just busier than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, but let's just start from the top with this, because Wrestling Inc. continues to be the number one wrestling news website on the planet. Uh, which is really not easy to do to just maintain your spot. But you, you folks really continue to um, find ways to to stay ahead of the times, put out content that people actually give a damn about and want to come back to. So just give people a little bit more information about Wrestling Inc. in general, please. Oh, man, where do we begin? I mean, it's a site that I started back in, in 1997. Uh, so we're going to be up uh, coming up on 25 years here next year. Actually, I started it as nine in 96 as a uh, GeoCity site. And from there, it uh, we got the Wrestling Inc. domain name in 1997. And it just kind of grew fast. And uh, yeah, we're, we're at the point now where, yeah, we're, we're the number one site of its kind. And, you know, we have over 30 people working on the site uh, all over the world. So I never thought this would be something I'm doing full time at this stage, but yeah, here I am. I think I said this to you a few months back, uh, but it's worth repeating because, you know, with Duke Loves Wrestling, this brand, I, I have a, a, a private Facebook group and we have the, the public page and all the different social medias. You know how that goes. Um, yeah. But legitimately, just take the, the, the public page, for instance. I do about 12 posts a day. And at least five of those posts every single day are Wrestling Inc. 
posts. And in the private Facebook group, I do 12 posts and, and at least five or six, probably half of those posts are coming from Wrestling Inc. So you're talking literally hundreds and hundreds of people every single day just from my platform are going to your site and checking out the news from the perspective of Wrestling Inc. And I'm not the only one that does that. So when we talk about you folks being number one, it's because you find a way to deliver the information. We don't we don't always have to agree on it, but you find a way to deliver the information in a pretty fair and consistent manner. Is is that a challenge to to be as consistent as you've been for the past 25 years? Um, it, it could have been at times, but now there is just so much going on. Uh, 24 seven that it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's, there's just stuff happening all the time when we cover all aspects of the business, whether it's, you know, our, our own exclusive interviews that we do the bit, you know, the ratings, which I know you love uh, the business end, uh, you know, uh, just all, you know, the kayfabe stuff. So it, there's just so much going on that, but yes, trying to manage it, trying to ma- make sure, cause we're 24 seven. And, you know, like this morning, I, last night I was up till one to this morning, I was up at five. Um, so at times you kind of give up your sleep, but it, at the same time, it's, it's an awesome job. One of the things that a lot of people don't seem to realize, because these days everybody has a blog, everybody has a podcast, everybody wants to call themselves uh, journalists and what have you. And, and that's not a knock. It, it's great that people are striving for something, but. I think a lot of folks skip over the whole ethics and, you know, the, there's there are structures in place. There are parameters that you want to work within in order to make sure that you're delivering things in a manner that can be trusted. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. From Wrestling Inc. standpoint, I mean, what, just what's your, your perspective on on the, the genre of news and especially wrestling news in 2021? Do, do you feel that? people are making a, a, a effort to try to stay within the ethical uh, guidelines there? Or do you feel people are just kind of running amok these days? I mean, I think you have both. Uh, I think you definitely have people that, you know, double check their stories and, and make sure what they're posting is legitimate. And then you got others that might hear something and, and then just run with it. So, you know, we try to come through and make sure everything that that goes on our site uh, makes sense. Any of our exclusive news, uh, I always make sure it's, you know, the reason why we probably don't have as many exclusives is because I always make sure to get a second source. And, um, you know, sometimes that can be hard to, some things can be hard to confirm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you really got both. I mean, it is kind of can be the wild, wild west out there. And that, not just with wrestling, but with everything. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, Rumors being reported as news, just in general, uh, all you know, all around the country, you know, across. I mean, there's a lot of disinformation out there, so it, it's important to try to always stay accurate. We definitely do our best. Well, one of the things that you did over the past couple of weeks here, I mean, we just had SummerSlam, which WWE's huge event. It was it was hugely successful. Uh, people clearly are interested in seeing the live product especially with fans back in the arenas and what have you so there's 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 excitement there's buzz in the industry in general but you broke the sasha Banks story no one else had that 
you put it out first. As far as I know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. No, um, that's true. I was the first to officially say she wasn't. Uh, yeah, she was off off the card. She was off the SummerSlam card. And one of the things that I did, Raj, I wanted to make sure that people cut the crap because I'm sick of it. All right. I'm sick of people taking other people's work and scratching their name out and putting their names on it and trying to take credit. So I literally pointed out, you know, Raj Gary is the first person to break this. So when all of you other people are out there talking about this thing, just make sure that you're giving credit where credit's due back to Wrestling Inc., back to Raj. How frustrating is that when you do the work that you do, you you put the work in to have the sources that you have, you do have an exclusive that you put out, and then you turn around and you see other people trying to take credit for it? I mean, it is what it is. I am I guess I'm just kind of used to it. Yeah, um, I don't know. We, I, I think because we have such a large following that I think people usually know, obviously, there'll be some that don't, but you know, I, it, I'm just too busy to kind of worry to 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 worry about that kind of stuff. So it, it doesn't bother me too much. I don't really think about it that much. Well, I mean, hey, if you're getting the returns that you're getting, I guess you don't have time to worry about it because if it's working, <laughs> brother, it's working. I get it. I get it. Now, you brought it up a minute ago, so let's just go there, Raj. It's, it's the number mm-hmm. one thing that we argue about the most, quote-unquote, the ratings, Okay, mm-hmm. this this nonsense, this this inaccurate measure that we get all the time and that for some reason the fan base, they're addicted to it, which means that you as a provider of news, you can't not cover it because this is what people want to debate about. This is what people want to see. In fact, every day you're asking the question, what do you think the rating is going to be? on such and such program. So come on, Raj. Can, can we just admit that this is all a sham? Come on. Come on, Raj. Um, if it is, got to let WWE and AEW know because these are the numbers that they're using. This is These are the numbers that the networks are using. This is what they go by. If you look at any of their press releases where they're, they're hyping up a, a new show and how well it did uh, on network and cable, that's what they're using. Obviously, streaming is different. Um, so yeah, until that's not the standard, uh, that's what we use. And look, do I think that when the rating comes in and it's 1.215 million viewers that I think it's exactly that? No, just like it's like a poll where it's it's a scientifically based system that they use to, to try to judge. But that is the system that is being used. That is the one that WWE, to all their investors, those are the numbers that they're giving. They're giving Nielsen numbers, uh, AEW they sent out a press release yesterday. Uh, and again, that number, that is the Nielsen numbers. When they were, when they did 1.2 million viewers and were number one for the night, this, the image that they flashed on their television show was the Nielsen number. So that those, that's the standard right now for wrestling. That's what they're using in all their investor calls. Uh, that's what Fox is using when Fox sends out you know, when they sent the press release from the, the debut episode of SmackDown, Nielsen ratings. Um, it's so that's what they're using. And, and that's what we'll continue to use until uh, there's a, a better system. You know, for the past almost six years now, you've come on this show and your answer has been the same every single time. Um, so, you know, at least I know that this is what you truly believe and you're not just going with the song and dance because it's popular to say there, Raj. I'll, I'll give you credit on that end there. Um, 
But we know it's a sham. Come on. The, the, the ratings don't make sense. Um, look at your household, for example. It's, it's not as if we're accounting for everyone in your household watching whatever you're watching, whether they are or not. So that's what I talk about. I, I think there are far more people consuming pro wrestling than what's being reported. So that's number one. I think one. it's far less. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, know I do. don't. I take that back. I don't. <laughs> actually, I don't. I don't. I actually take that back. But um, it's far more. It's far I, I more think it's probably more. about right because look, when when there's something that you see get a high rating, chances are that's also you're seeing that in the online trends. You're seeing that on social, you know, on social media. It's not like uh, they don't correlate. You know, when when wrestling's was hot. And, and usually it's not like the ratings are down and then you see all the pay-per-view numbers and, and everything else going up. So it, it always corresponds, uh, you know, to say that just because you're personally not included in that, in the tracking, that's like saying you can't trust movie box office returns because your ticket that you purchased is not counted because those are based on estimates. Uh, you know, they, the, the movie companies, they have an estimate going in. They have a, a general idea uh, from the tallies, have an estimate, and then they have a final number later. But that, that's just how it's done. And that's how it's always been done. It's, it hasn't changed. So, and, and again, this is what the business is based on. Until business is not being based on it, you know, we're, we're, we're covering it. Sure. And, and I don't blame you for it because I understand. And I understand why the wrestling companies have to quote it as well. Because it's the biggest sham going that continues to account for people remaining interested in this. I mean, we know it's a sham because WWE ratings have fallen damn near every year for the past 20 years. And yet they're making more money today off of television than ever before. Those two things. So, so, so where, do you, where, do you, where do you think Fox is getting their viewership numbers to decide to pay WWE uh, you know, a certain amount? Are they just making it up? Because... They don't have a tracking nope. device on your TV. You think they're just going by their gut? I, it's proprietary. So that's the truth of it. And we know that because, in fact, your yeah. your publication has pointed that's, out that's, networks that, that's talking a about proprietary. That's a, uh, that? that would be a big privacy issue if they're tracking your viewership habits without you being notified. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, an exclusive here that I don't know if you knew, but the radio stations track what you listen to. So that's an invasion of privacy as well, yet they know exactly how many people are listening to what song at what time, and generally speaking, from what region. I know this for a fact. Radio ratings use uh, Nielsen as well, unless they're online. But again, we're talking about proprietary data. What what iHeartRadio uses is not the same as what Beasley Media uses, yet they all can tell you. If I'm in my car, there is... If I'm in my car, there is no way for a radio station to know I'm listening to them unless okay. I'm just I have you some they sort do. of like a, a Nielsen. Tra- <laughs> they don't. That, that makes I, no sense. You, you know what? I will swear on a stack of Bibles, Quran, Pastafarian text, whatever you want. I'm telling you, they absolutely are able to track, show, which is how they're able me, to figure out their, their ad revenue data. Show me, show me proof and, and okay. we'll go from there. All right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be your source, and I'm gonna give you a second person to verify with, right. folks. This is an exclusive here. Raj Geary is gonna come back one of these days and admit, yeah, okay, Duke was right. All right, so we'll, <laughs> we'll table that part of the discussion for now. 
let me ask you this, Raj, because you are a successful business person. And and what makes you successful is because you're generating a profit, right? Is that is that fair to say the number one purpose of a business is to make money, right? Yep, that is fair to say. So if a business is negative, if they're having negative returns from a financial standpoint, can that business claim to be successful and at least be credible when they make that claim? Anyone can claim whatever they want. But if you got negative returns, are you actually successful as a business or are you a failure? Absolutely. Um, Amazon was in the negative for forever. Uh, Netflix was. Yeah. you know, all these streaming services when they start off because of the investment that goes into it, uh, start off in the negative. Now, if you are growing and growing and growing and you never get to making a profit, then no, then you're not successful. But um, I don't think any anyone would call Amazon a failure and and they were in the negative for a long period of time. Same as Tesla. I don't I, I don't I don't I, can't, I don't know offhand, but I don't even think they're profitable yet. But I don't think people would call Tesla a failure. Well, whether people call it a rose or whether they call it just a a, a red flower, it's still what it is. Right. So, again, if if your sole purpose is to make money and you haven't reached that goal yet, you're a failure. You're a failure. Uh, So you would say Tesla. So, okay, Tesla, their first full year of profitability was last year. You would say they were a failure up until last year. I would say that when I compare Tesla to any other car company, I'm looking at the bottom line first. Whoever is in the red, they had a failing year just like any other business. And I say that as a person who's managed businesses for, Jesus, almost two decades now. At the end of the day, whether you're, you're, you're managing your own personal business or whether you're managing a business for somebody else, they look at that bottom line. Now, that could be an investment year and you could be leading up to something. But until you go from the red to the black, you have failed. <laughs> you are not hitting your goal of being a profitable business. So again, not all companies are meant to be profitable right off the bat. That's where investments come in. You're expected to be um, in the red for a while uh, uh, until, you know, Amazon. It wasn't until 2003 uh, when they had a profitable year. Uh, so, so, I mean, it's just, that's just, that's just business. That's just how it goes. Sometimes you gotta you gotta invest money to make money, and if if it's taking off, um, you know, like you know, you look at right now, Disney, Disney Plus, they're putting all this money into streaming. They're they're losing money on that right off the bat, but you know, the the investment is that down the road it becomes not only uh, profitable but hugely profitable. Well, then let me ask you this, because so, you you just brought this up now. Let's say Amazon was making money from the first year. From year one, they were making money. Would you call that successful? Um, yeah, once they become the go-to in what they're doing, um, yes, I would call that successful. Like I would. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I said turn a pro- I said turn a profit, Raj. So once you turn a yeah, profit, no, so is that you, success? Uh, it depends. Um, if you're Come on. in a uh, if you're in a business that's going downhill, and your profits are dropping every year, that's not a success, even though you're making a profit. Uh, that is a success because the whole point is that you need to do better than you did before. Right. Not if you're declining and, year after year, if, if you, if you're stock, if you're, um, if you don't hit your, if you, if you don't hit your earnings, even though you're profitable, your stock's going to, your stock's going to take a big hit. I mean, that's just how it is. It, uh, so it doesn't, 
doesn't matter on profit. It, it's growth. Uh, it's where you're going. If you're declining constantly and you're eventually going to end up in the red, that's, you know, that's, even though you're profitable, that's not a success or you're not a success at that point. You know, Raj, I, one thing I, I have to say about you, and I'm the government guy, I'm the guy with the political science background, the constituent services, work history, but you're the real politician on this on this uh, episode here, Raj, because you found a way to make excuses for businesses that are not profitable, and you say that they're not failing by not being profitable. I, you're brilliant. Yeah, you're brilliant. Yeah, this it, is it, this is it, why you're it, successful. Well, yeah. If you don't have investment years, we're not gonna. You don't have many of the large companies that we have right now. Whether it's, uh, you know, again, I just listed a bunch. I mean, that's just that's just how the world works. You would not have your Disney pluses and your peacocks and uh, all these streaming services because they are going to lose money right off the WWE. The WWE network was losing money right off the bat. But you're talking about something that's part of a larger corporation, which can offset losses on the, in an investment, which is a little different there, but even still, no one is saying that investment years aren't years of growth and that you you're, you're building to something, but until you turn that profit, you are not achieving the goal of your purpose, which is to be successful, turn a profit, you know, the whole nine yards there. But I, I, I like what you're saying, though, Raj, because this is what we do when we talk online. I have a position. You have a position. We will argue it to the end of the day. But at the same time, there's still respect. And it's funny because, unfortunately, we have a society where people feel that if somebody disagrees with you, then that means that there's a problem. And we see it on on your page often where people take a hard line against what you're saying and then get pissed off at you because you won't agree with them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm all for civil discussions. I'm a big fan of it. Talk to me about um, Wrestling Inc. again, because I know anyone listening right now and and I love the, the music in the background. I know that's one of the little ones helping out there. What's the best way that people can check out Wrestling Inc. and follow everything going on? Check uh, check out Wrestling Inc. on at you know on Twitter, Facebook, uh, now on TikTok, uh, everywhere at Wrestling Inc. Oh, uh, TikTok. Check out check out WrestlingInc.com, and yeah, t- and you could follow me on Twitter at RajGiri underscore three hundred three. Well, Raj, I, I hope I don't see you doing those TikTok dances, man. I, I just I gotta say I'm planning on it. Know. I'm planning on it. I'm planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Raj Geary. He is from the number one wrestling news site, Wrestling Inc. Raj, listen, stay safe, my brother. My best to everybody over there. All right, man. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Mr. Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>